Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are roughly three weeks away from the start of NFL training camp, which is always exciting. People get fired up. You see the clips uh, on the internet, guys running around, doing squats, uh, working out, doing sprints, the whole thing. It's amazing. So exciting. And then you realize you have to get through the drudgery of the exhibition season and Generally speaking, the most exciting thing about NFL training camp is a pulled hammy. That's the most exciting thing. You might even get a torn knee ligament, which means the depth chart gets adjusted. So we, we have some time left. It is the point in the calendar, which is a tradition. You follow these kind of things because you have no life, that this is generally the time that scandal takes over. A very odd story out of the, the garden state, if you've been unplugged, out of the loop, not paying attention, you, you might not have, have heard of us. Now, we, we're proud to be on a couple of radio stations throughout New Jersey, but uh, this, I wonder if anybody's got inside information on this. You know, have the, uh, the moles out there. Uh, so what we do know is there was a dead body that was found in a home in the tri-state area there over New Jersey 
It is a home that is owned by New York Giants defensive back Janoris Jenkins. All right, so I wanted to talk about this. Now, the police got a call about 10 in the morning, a little after 10 in the morning, and so they ran over there, and uh, they said they'd never been called before to Jenkins' home. He's only been with the Giants for a relatively short amount of time. He was with the Rams for a while. Old St. Louis Rams, briefly the L.A. Rams, and then he ran off to get a big contract with the Giants. So TMZ reported that this body was discovered in the basement by someone working at the home. Imagine that, man. I mean, you know, I'm doing a little work at the house. I'm going to make sure your water heater is okay. What? What's behind the water heater? Oh, my God, it's Jim. What the hell is that? It's horrible, right? I mean, it's just a horrible thing. I mean, we're working at a house here. Like, and you're thinking, boy, I'm at an NFL player's house. This is pretty cool, right? I mean, they, you're probably checking stuff out, you know, seeing all the cool stuff they got because they got a lot of money there in the NFL. And then you find out, wait a minute, what the hell is that? Horrible. Uh, so the state-run NFL network, they then reported that the police are investigating the death as a possible strangulation, suffocation, uh, which is uh, code for uh, homicide. And from what we are told here, the uh, investigators were digging through. You know, you, if you watch any of these crime shows, even if you've only watched one crime show in your life, you know how this works, right? The investigators come in. Uh, they have uh, regular street clothes on. They have their badge on their belt. And then they go through all the stuff. They go through the cars. There was a white Lexus that was there. They went through that. It had Florida plates. Uh, they went through that. Uh, they were all over. There was a, a Land Rover there, according to the media reports. They were going through the Land Rover. Uh, and, uh, and what did they walk out of the house with? Bunch of bags, right? Paper bags. And always Every investigation, they leave the house with either boxes or paper bags of evidence. And they were loaded up, right? They, they were left in an unmarked. Uh, SUV they're investigating. They left around 9 o'clock, uh, so they were all day uh, investigating. Now, some are saying that since Janoris Jenkins, the Giants defensive back, was not in New Jersey, he was in Florida, and according to his representation, has been in Florida for several weeks, he is out of the woods. He uh, does not have to worry about this. This is not something that affects him. Uh, he was not there. Plausible deniability. Uh, you can't very hard to murder someone if you're not actually in the same state. Very difficult to do that. Uh, I guess with virtual reality, there are ways to do it, but I don't, I don't really know. All right, so let, let's frame it this way. The question, is this something or nothing for Janoris Jenkins to be concerned about? Well, it's kind of obvious here, right? This is easy. This is absolutely something to have anxiety, to have heartburn, to have con- you know, a tremendous amount of Worry? I mean, these are all things. I mean, you're talking about how often does a 25-year-old person uh, end up dead in your house? I, to me, it's not happened. Maybe it's happened to you. Uh, I, I don't know. But my viewpoint on this, you've got the inner circle, the big three, and Jet Blue. Yeah, you have all three of those things. Now, I, I'm buying this together. Now, first of all, the tragedy, anytime, you know, you know Young people die. You know, sometimes old people they're ready to go. But for young people, you know, you think you're gonna. You're 25. You figure, man, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna at least make it to like 60. You know, 25 is way too young to check out. Anyway, uh, so you know, this particular person, we found a name. Right, the name of this guy was Roosevelt Renee. That's the name that was given out by law enforcement in New Jersey. 
He's the guy that was found there, possible homicide. From what we are told, this guy was a hip-hop producer, and he was involved in that world, and he was a music artist and all that. And he went by the name, his his hip-hop name was Trips Beats. It's not a bad name, right? If you're in the hip-hop world, Trips Beats. Never heard of him. So that's Trips with two Ps and a Y there. It's T-R-Y-P-P-S and then Beats with a Z. And uh, this guy lived all over the place, Dallas. He lived in the Georgia, in the state of Georgia, in New York, now in New Jersey. And according to the the reports out of New Jersey, he was a family friend. But it's more than that, right? This is more. This is a little deeper than that because this is someone who was part of the inner circle of Janoris Jenkins. And what is my evidence to back up that this person was not just some random person that happened to be in the house? That this is someone that actually had a connection with the Giants defensive back, Janoris Jenkins. My evidence is some major internet research, otherwise known as going to Instagram. All right, so what I did is I went to Instagram and I found a gaggle of photographs of this particular person who just uh, passed recently here with Janoris Jenkins of the Giants all over Instagram. There are multiple pictures on his uh, Instagram account, which at least paints the picture of a bond, of a friendship there. Terrible, horrible, and really bad. Yeah, it is bad. It's not, I mean, this is, you know, so then you wonder, okay, so let's uh, put all this together, right? So you got the guy who was found dead in the house. He's 25 years old. He's in the hip-hop world. Jenkins is in that world a little bit. They're friends because, at least according to Instagram, they've been spending some time together. There's photos of them uh, in multiple different locations uh, all over the place. So how did the guy uh, die? Again, that's not yet been determined. It's pending an autopsy, the post-mortem uh, from the Bergen County Medical Examiner's Office. They're going to look into this. Now, the second thing here is clearly premature to say either Janoris Jenkins is innocent or guilty. Right? You can't say for sure. I remember the Aaron Hernandez story being on the radio and people said there's no way Aaron Hernandez could have killed this person. He plays in the NFL. He's got a big contract. It makes no sense. It must have been someone else. Well, it turned out he did it. Now, this is different, at least the early reports indicate, which are usually always wrong, that Jenkins wasn't even in the, the state of New Jersey. right? And the I was out of town alibi doesn't always work because you, know, you have to find out, first of all, is that even true? And then is there a possibility that maybe you know, Jenkins flew in for a day uh, you know, over the weekend, maybe you know, a quick visit to his home in New Jersey, maybe something happened? We don't know when the murder took place. Did it take place uh, on you know, yesterday morning? Did it take place a day ago, two days ago? How long, you know, long ago did this happen? It's not trigonometry. Uh, you know, so that's the key part of it. And, you know, is it, was it really a homicide? From the sound of it, it sounds that way. Could it have been accidental? Uh, if it was a homicide, what led to it? Assume there's some kind of disagreement there. What was it about? Now, I always say, having watched crime shows, having watched many crime shows, here's the three, the, I call it the big three that will lead to a murder. All right, these are the big three. Some combination of the big three. Tell me I'm wrong on this. Money? Women, drugs. Those are the big three. One of those three. Is there anything else that leads to murder other than those three? Right? Maybe there's 
few gray areas there. But uh, those, to me, those are the 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 big three on that list. And again, Jenkins could be totally innocent here, and it just happens that you know somebody in his circle did something really bad, really horrific. Uh, that's that's all yet to be determined. So that's why the, the mystery of it's intriguing to me. Whoever committed the murder. Uh, you would assume is likely someone who's uh, in that same inner circle, right? That's usually how it works. Like most people that end up being killed are killed by somebody that they know, someone that's in their in their circle of friends or their family. That's how it goes. So uh, now, now, what does this all mean? It means that even if Jenkins, let's say he he was didn't do anything wrong, like I, the way the NFL works, he could still be in trouble for associating himself with some unsavory characters, right? The mind of the NFL, they can say, well, wait a minute. You shouldn't have been hanging out with these people. What the hell's wrong with you, Jenkins? What's wrong with you? Uh, Now, the final word on this. Based on what we do know, this story is not exactly going to go away. This is not one of those 24-hour stories, and uh, that's it. That's all. Uh, See you later. Goodbye. And it's, it's pretty difficult to sweep a dead body under the rug. It's pretty hard to do that. You need a big rug. It just didn't work that way. So, yeah, the NFL, forget the whole punishment by the NFL, right? That's the least of Janoris Jenkins' problems if he is somehow tied into this, right? If he's somehow tied into this. Now, the the four-letter network reported that the night before in New Jersey, the night before the body was discovered, uh, this is, I guess, it'll be Monday night. A man claiming to be—did you hear about this guy claimed to be Janoris Jenkins' brother? He gets on a JetBlue flight, headed out of, I assume, Newark. What other airport would there be, right? Heading out of Newark to go to Fort Lauderdale. Right? So it was from Newark, and he was going to meet with Janoris Jenkins. That was the uh, allegedly there. He was on his way to meet with Janoris Jenkins. The reason I know about this is because the report indicates that the guy was feeling a little a bit of the yips, uh, shall we say. And he was making such a ruckus on this plane, according to the, the witnesses, that the flight had to be delayed and he claimed he was too scared to fly. And he pulled the uh, in, back in the olden days in Hollywood. There was uh, Mr. T used to do that back in the eighteen. But you know that's an old show. Uh, so so they he ended up actually not making the trip. He ended up getting off the plane. All right. So if you if you say that there's something to that that's accurate, then is he the one that did it? Does he know who did it? Was he running from something? You know what, what was going on? So now we are told that Jenkins uh, he wanted to get back to New Jersey, the Giants' defensive back. But he has been advised by his legal representation, his attorneys, to stay the hell out, to stay in Florida. Make them come to you. Don't go to them. I think that's the legal advice. Yes? All right. It is the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. What do you think about all that? It is all a fair game. It's, I found it an intriguing story. It's a, it's a sad story. you got a life lost, you know, apparent murder. Uh, you've got tentacles that reach the NFL. But do they really reach the NFL? Is this all just a case of you're hanging out with people and you're, if you believe this report about the jet blue flight, that there was a guy that happened to be the brother, maybe that was the guy that did it. What, what's going on? All right. Uh, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. As I said, we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. Hello, Ben Maller. 
And well, yes, uh, this is. I find this story to be very intriguing as well. Um, I did see that Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network reported police are investigating a possible strangulation or suffocation. Yeah. And as you well know, being a man who watches the first forty-eight, like uh, like myself, that is uh, that form of uh, of, mur- of murder, homicide, whatever. That's a very intimate passion? form. Yeah. Crime that, of passion? You know, stabbing and strangulation, those are, yeah, passion crimes, they like yeah. to call them. You know, it's a lot different than Ooh. shooting someone or cool. something like about- that, where you're kind of distancing themselves a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Actually putting your hands on someone or something like that, That's uh, it's, it makes it uh, interesting. It could well, also be for stealth, though. Sorry? It could also be for stealth. That's true. The police are allowed to lie. Like they could be making that up. Maybe he was shot. Well, no, I'm, ju- I'm just saying like it's oh, I not. You, I, I like my angle better. I, I'm not. Ne- I'm yeah. saying it's just not necessarily that it was personal. Which, which, yeah, like that could be because it is a, an intimate, like you know, personal way to murder. But you know, if there's other people in the home at the time, it's a quiet way. So what was the, I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's another crime show. It's not. I, I love the first 48, but it was. Uh, who's got the big, the big pipe? It's like an evergreen crime show, and they go over like old cases. Oh, is that the cold case? Bill Curtis. Is yeah, that the guy who does Bill, that. What show does Bill? What's the name of? Is it uh, called Cold? No, it's not called. Uh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. The great voiceover guy, the narrator. Yeah. He's got the pipes. He does. The guy's a. He's still. Uh, My he's, wife watches him. I know. She uh, would know if she were here. Oh, She's I think not. it is. Is it called Cold Case Files? Is that what it's called, Cooper? Or in- investigative reports? Is that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like Evergreen. They can play. You know, they they don't. Yeah, Cold Case Files. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need that guy to do the voiceover. Yeah, as long as they don't solve the crime, yeah, you can play that one as long as you want. <laughs> Once the crime's solved, though. Now, maybe was it like you said that the the. Deceased person was a friend of Janoris. Yeah, there's photos on Instagram. If you if you go to Trips Beats Instagram page, unfortunately there are pictures there. Could he maybe have gotten in some hot water with some people, and this was a message? Ooh, see, you're you're playing that angle up, Coop. That there might be like they they all were hanging out, shady uh, shady characters together. Right. The other angle is you know maybe somebody ordered this. Yeah, I guess which is a play on your angle, right? That somebody has, you know recommended this guy's got to go. But you know, as Eddie pointed out, you don't usually go for that if they're right that this was a strangulation suffocation. That's not you leave evidence. You know, it's a problem with that. Now, good call by you on the Aaron Hernandez thing because, yes, there were a lot of people who were saying initially, well, there's no way he had any involvement in this. And didn't, again, we don't have no, we yeah, have no idea what's going on. Could be completely innocent. But didn't OJ try to use the I yes. was out of town he, was going, he went to Chicago. Yeah. Remember, he flew to Chicago right. and they had to get him back to L.A. after the OJ yeah. Oh, I was, to, I was out of town. Yeah. OJ, OJ and uh, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, both of those guys were innocent. Well, of course, yes. <laughs> uh, completely that's right, Roberto. Completely oh. innocent. They never found yeah. a gun for Aaron Hernandez. Just yeah. Didn't OJ uh, now? Was it his? They thought was it his kid, or he, did he actually dispose of the weapon, or like was it? Maybe it was Kim Kardashian's dad. How about that? That's probably right? who it was. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember his face when they said not guilty. When they showed the he video, like, what he's, are you he has, talking about? He's just like, oh, did yeah. I just hear what I think I just heard? What the heck is? Uh, what are you doing? What is like that? Johnny Cochran's doing the fist pump, and oh, uh, he's yeah. like, his jaw's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> One of those guys, Robert Shapiro, at that time, I think he still does. He had King L.A. King season tickets. And a guy that I know, Norm, uh, my friend Norm, uh, you know Norm Peters, he, he covered the O.J. trial. He was in the courtroom, 
And Robert Shapiro would go to he would go to Kings games all the time. Would come schmooze with some of the uh, the media guys back in those days. And then Chris Chris Kardashian, I think, was dating all those guys that were involved in that case. What? Oh, Roberto's really taking this to another level here. No, I, I didn't. What did you get? She was here? she was with uh, OJ and uh, Robert Kardashian, and then she was at the case with uh, Bruce Jenner. Who? What do you think, Kim Kardashian? No, the, no, the, mom. the mom. Oh, the mom. Oh, yeah. What's the mom's name? Chris. Oh, Chris Jenner, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, Jenner, yeah. Yeah. yeah this is the spinoff of the Kardashians. Thing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So the Lakers, um, let's get cut right to the chase. The Lakers, I think we can all agree that they've been the laughing stock of the NBA for many years now. At one point, they were a very proud franchise, but they've certainly been an embarrassment in recent years. And Magic Johnson is adding yet another chapter to the circus. He is. Uh, and I, I want to assume that you maybe heard about this. It's been talked about a lot over the last handful of hours here. And But uh, let's say you're not a Laker fan. You don't really care about the Lakers, and that's fine. Uh, so maybe you missed it. Or you were just sleeping during the day, doing stuff, whatever. All right, so you might not have heard this. Uh, so let's, uh, let's assume maybe that's the case. So uh, when you introduce a draft pick, it is the most non-toxic thing you can do. Right? It's, hey, this guy was great in college, in high school, and we think he's going to help us out a lot. Rah, rah, go team. That's it. No, no, not the Lakers. Magic Johnson decided to add jet fuel to a rather innocuous event on the calendar there as uh, he stole the, the headline here. Magic Johnson, president of basketball operations, saying that he is going to quit if the Lakers don't land a top free agent over the next couple of years. He said he's going to step aside. That's it. I'm out. Done. White flag, out of here, goodbye. I'll go on that $300,000 a week yacht that I'll be vacationing on here soon. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, Irvin Johnson's bold declaration was, it is going to be a two-summer thing. This is a quote. Two-summer thing, he said. This summer and next, that's it. Magic said, if I can't deliver, I'm going to step down myself. She, meaning Jeannie Buss, won't have to fire me, Magic said. I will step away from it because I can't do the job. All right, fine. You're fired. That's right. All right, so let's discuss. Now, the question is, what's your initial reaction? If you've not heard that, even if you have, what's your initial reaction to Magic Johnson and his, uh, his commentary? here? Now, my thoughts, you've got Hornswoggle, the playbook, and write a check. All right, write a check, and we will tie all of this together for you. Now, number one, so far, Magic Johnson has shown not a single sign that he knows what the hell he's doing running a basketball team. He has. Now, I was there when he was trying to coach the Lakers years ago, and he couldn't coach them either. And it's not going so well as the big shot president of basketball operations. All right, let's look at this objectively. Last season, Magic was given the number two pick in the draft. And after bringing in all of these hot shot, blue chip college players and European players, Magic Johnson settled for the number two pick on Lonzo Ball. How have the early returns been on Lonzo Ball? Let's see. Lonzo Ball, Magic's guy, his hand-picked guy, 
shot 36% from the field and 45% from the charity stripe. That's when no one's guarding you. When you're standing there alone and all you have to do is muscle memory and make the foul shot. Uh, and he's not seven foot eight. He's he's a you know, regular sized guard. Uh, Magic also passed to draft Lonzo Ball. He passed over the brilliant Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, who led the Boston Celtics, blood rival the Lakers, to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals with their top two players injured. What is still wrong with the Clippers? But wait, there's more. Magic also skipped over, did, did not see anything in Donovan Mitchell. Didn't think much of Donovan Mitchell, who was fabulous for the Utah Jazz, another rival of the Lakers back in the day. Now, some are excited about Kyle Kuzma, and they think he's going to be good. He's a marginal NBA prospect. So what Magic has done since he took over as the president of basketball operations is essentially continued the trend of being hornswoggled by the draft. All right? Magic, and, and, and the other, it's not just him, it's the other executives too, but some we're, we're talking about Magic because he made this bold declaration. Right. They, these guys have what I call the Saddam touch. You've heard of the Midas touch? Well, the Saddam touch, if you've not heard me mention it before, I use it sometimes from time to time, but the, the Saddam touch is when you, whatever you touch, you ruin, <laughs> right? Everything you touch, it's the opposite of the Midas touch. That's the Saddam touch, and, and my man Magic, he has demonstrated that, and as a franchise, you look at the Lakers, three years in a row, the number two pick in the draft. Now, this is a wonderful mitzvah. When you get the number two pick in the draft three years in a row, you are supposed to set yourself up for playoff wins and champagne and championships and all that and being in contention. What do the Lakers have to show for three miserable years in a row? They've had more than three, but three really miserable years where they ended up with the number two pick in the draft year after year. Well, we mentioned Lonzo Ball, right? Then they they also drafted Brandon Ingram in 2016. He's a 44% shooter, averaging just 12 points a game. Now, that year, the Lakers brass passed over who? Jalen Brown, who also helped lead the Boston Celtics to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals and appears to be a foundational player. Who the hell, Bill Miller? In Boston. But wait, there's more. 2015, purple and gold, number two pick. I recall they were celebrating this guy as a poor man, Steph Curry. And what was D'Angelo Russell's mark on the Lakers? He violated the bubble of trust with Swaggy P. Right? Yeah, he did. I remember that. That was his claim to fame. He's already gone. The Lakers have already gotten rid of him. That year, the Lakers could have drafted Kristaps Porzingis, who is a franchise player for the New York Knicks, and Devin Booker, who's a great scorer for the Phoenix Suns. So not one transcendent player. Not one player that you look at and say, man, this guy's going to be around for the next 10 years. All of those players are disposable. None of them are that good. And that's what the Lakers have to show for the number two pick in the draft. They might as well have been drafting 15th in the draft because you would have done about as well. You can get a guy that averages 12 points a game drafting 15th in the draft. You don't have to draft second. You don't need to draft second. Now, the second thing as we talk here on Fox Sports Radio, the Ben Maller Show, Magic Johnson's words have no meaning, right? I I get that he's a great communicator. He's got the million-dollar smile. He he really has two things going for him in this regard as an executive. He's got A, confidence, and B, the gift for gab. 
You know, he's like a politician that goes and shakes hands and kisses babies, presses the flesh. Magic is really good about that. Unfortunately, actions are more important than words. Right? The actions have not been there. And while some optimistic types are saying, well, this is a sign that Magic knows he's got a free agent in his back pocket, which, of course, would, I guess, mean that Magic has committed another act of collusion uh, and uh, tampering, rather, which is what he's done. Magic, that is his main claim to fame as an NBA executive. He's been dinged twice for tampering. What shame is that, right? And people rip the Patriots. The Lakers are cheaters, though, with tampering with these players. I mean, they can't even wait to the proper time. How dare they, right? But now, you know, I mentioned actions are important, right? I think we'd all agree on that. Remember when Jim Buss, if you like the Lakers, a couple years ago, Jim Buss in 2014 boldly declared that he would step down if the Lakers did not become championship contenders in three or four years. Sure enough, man of his word, he was forced out in a hostile takeover from day-to-day operations of the Lakers. All right, now, in a, in a very troubling sign here, what Magic Johnson has chosen to do is take a page out of Jim Buss's playbook. That's the playbook, right? He's, he's making the bold declaration just like Jim Buss did, renew your season tickets, believe in me, I know what I'm doing. And my favorite magic quote, this isn't even my favorite magic quote, my favorite quote was last summer in Lost Wages, Nevada, the Lakers celebrating their Vegas Summer League Championship. There's a banner hanging at Staples Center. They give out championship rings. You remember what Magic Johnson said after they won the Summer League? Magic, pumping his chest out, strutting around like a peacock, announced in four words, the Lakers are back. (laughs) Now, the Lakers boldly went out after that. They were so inspired, they ran through a brick wall. They finished 30 games back of the Rockets in the Western Conference after Magic Johnson said the Lakers are back. 30 games back of the Rockets over 82 games. All right, last thing here. All right, as a professional gas bag, which is, I guess, what I do here, I come in for four hours, sometimes seven hours, and I just keep talking. Uh, I like the fact that Magic Johnson makes these kind of declarations. It's good for business, right? It's the currency that we deal with here. If everyone was a dullard, how horrific would this be? You wouldn't want to listen to it. I wouldn't want to do it. It would suck. All right, but generally, I believe the golden rule is that do not allow your mouth to write a check that your ass cannot cash. I believe that is the rule here. And uh, Magic Johnson is also a bit disingenuous here. Right? He intimates that the Lakers are, are going to be back, even if they were to sign Paul George and LeBron James. To me, that doesn't mean much. It means they have some bigger-name players, but I, I wouldn't bet on the Lakers uh, to win the Western Conference. No way. In fact, that's another thing. You talk about being hornswoggled. Some of the big-name free agents over the last 15, 20 years the Lakers have signed or traded for, guys that they uh, acquired and thought they were going to resign, have been disasters, right? Big-name players who they brought in from the outside. Now, the, the, the generation you know, years ago was Carl Malone and Gary Payton. But guys that they traded for that they thought they were going to resign, or in, in some cases did, include Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, uh, we can go on and on. I, I don't believe, maybe I'm wrong on this, 
that the Golden State Warriors are going to turtle up uh, all of a sudden. But it, but again, the point is, uh, some are trying. The optimistic types are trying to make this seem like you know Magic Johnson has some backroom deal with a free agent. I would say to me, this is a sign that Magic is panicked that he might sign a free agent, but he's worried. Right? He's like, oh crap, man! I don't have anybody lined up. And you know, Paul George could go back to Oklahoma City. LeBron James could do a one-year agreement to stay in Cleveland. And then what the hell do I do? So then he's got to add on. He'll wait till next year. right? That's the old slogan the Chicago Cubs marketing department used for over 100 years. Wait till next year. Believe in us. Another weasel term the Sixers have is trust the process. They use that one all the time. That's next. If this doesn't work, the Lakers will trust the process. Uh, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, who's right over there hanging out. Yeah, I saw this story and I said, well, I know Ben will be talking, <laughs> talking about this right at the, the top right of the hour. Right in the wheelhouse. Oh my God, that, yeah. was, that, is a, uh, that is right there. That's a batting practice fastball. Belt high. Ben loves talking about the Lakers. Oh, I do. Oh, I, here we go, I, Roberto. The, you're learning, Roberto. Yes. Let me tell you something, Roberto. This it's is all the, nice and so friendly. So during this monologue, you're able to mention we go. the worst times of the Lakers, right? Uh, we, don't, we don't have yeah. enough time. This show doesn't have enough time to mention the worst times of the well, Clippers. That's, see, that's a red herring. See, I, this was, this was, <laughs> the monologue was about the Lakers. I didn't mention the Clippers in the monologue. It's about the Lakers here. Oh, so many Stay inaccuracies in the, in the monologue. What was oh, inaccurate? Boy, go ahead. Go. Go, go ahead. Corrections and retractions. Go ahead, Koopa Loop. Go ahead. Well, you're talking about how he's done nothing to prove it. And, and yes. like, these draft picks, what do they have to show for it? Nothing. Uh, except that they've improved their record every exactly. year for the last three <laughs> years. <laughs> They're not even 500. <laughs> They're not even 500. Yeah, you're well, it's, it, we're, we're heading we're heading team. the right direction, whereas your favorite how, franchise how is many, headed the wrong direction. How many direction. championships did the Clippers win during the Lakers' Again, tough time? Red herring, Roberto. Look up the term red herring. You're, you're tossing out red. Did Danny G teach you yeah, how to cook red say, herrings? I was going to say Roberto filling the shoes of Danny G quite nicely. That's a, that's what we call a non sequitur, Roberto. If I'm talking about the Lakers and you bring up the Clippers, that's not what I'm talking about. It's a non sequitur. It doesn't fit in the conversation. So what other mistakes did I make, Coop? Well, go ahead. Go through the list. You said there were a lot. No, there's just no correlation. How there many, is a correlation. How, how, many, how many picks in a row? What was it, four years in a row that the Philadelphia 76ers had a top three pick in the draft, and they just now made it to the playoffs? Yeah, that's because those guys weren't playing. The Laker picks are playing, and they're not playing well. The guys that Philadelphia drafted guys, and they, they locked them to the bench. In some case, Ben Simmons didn't even play a game his rookie year, and then they came out, and now, now they're, they're, they're good. They're not decent, not great, but they're good, Philadelphia. See, what you is, that's an optimistic outlook. That's not realistic, though, because those guys are better. You think one of those Laker picks is going to be as good as Joel Embiid when he plays three games out of ten? The answer is no. The answer is no. We're talking hey, they're going at the same pace. We win 44 games this season. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's who, who's, running, who's running the Clippers right now? Again, another red herring. Who's, who's another, running the Clippers the right now? The logo of yeah, the NBA. Yeah, an ex-Laker. Yep. A man that helped build the Golden State Warriors. He hasn't worked for the Lakers for years. He worked with Memphis. He worked with Golden State. The Clippers hired a former Memphis and Golden State executive. Jerry, Rett, Jerry West is his name, and he brings the muscle. You wish you had Jerry West. You wish you had that guy back. And here's another thing. You know, I looked at the uh, the timeline on this. If you want to be a conspiracy theory guy, what if I told you Magic Johnson quits in two years anyway? The man's going to be 60 years old. Yeah, because we'll have a championship by then. That's He's going to be 60 years old. All right. Listen, 
the, the fact that Magic is appears to be healthier than all of us is amazing, right? I mean, it's shocking. You know, does he does he really want to keep doing this? Does he really want to keep going? He's he's made a, a ton of money. Uh, what what do you want to do? He could spend all his time traveling around Europe on a yacht. What what does he want to do this? Why does he want to uh, you know? Why does he want to tamper and you know embarrass himself? He's really ruining his legacy here with the Lakers. I mean, he's been a terrible executive. Why, why, what's the point of that? Let some other loser come in and do it. Why are you doing it? That felt good, Eddie. That was therapy. That was solid. I, I'd give that. Uh, I'm gonna give that a nine plus. That's a nine plus on that Malin Mala. Oh, that's like a three. No, no, that's a nine plus. Roberto's got the right idea. You got to flush that one away because it's just a giant that was turd. Wonderful. We're going to submit that to uh, the NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters, for the Marconi Award in broadcast excellence. We're going to send that in right there. That's my demo done. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You know what time it is, that's right. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And now the fair and impartial Koopa Loop, a man that will not hold a grudge from previous situations. Go ahead, Koopa Loop. Go ahead. Russell Wilson didn't get any votes for the NFL MVP award last season on the final ballot, but one of his opponents thinks that he should have won the award. Now, Vikings linebacker Anthony Barr mentioned how Russell Wilson continually made plays despite having no offensive line or running game or any receivers that you can actually name. Does he kind of have a point, Ben? No, it's ridiculous, right? Tom Brady was the MVP because he deserved to be the MVP. New England lost Julian Edelman before the season. Brady had a hodgepodge of receivers by the end of the year, and he still sliced up the AFC. And B, Russell Wilson, while he had more touchdown passes, he didn't get the 4,000 yards. He also had more interceptions than Tom Brady. This is just Anthony Barr trying to suck up to Russell Wilson because the Vikings play the Seahawks this year. Next! Now, Paul George took a shot at his old team on Monday for declining to pick up the relatively cheap $4.6 million option for Lance Stevenson, calling him a legendary pacer. Ben, would you have kept Stevenson around for that much money? No, it's not even about Stevenson. This is about Paul George. Right? Paul George still has an axe to grind with the Pacers. He's upset. Right? George is bitter because Indiana exposed him for being a grump, and he was the face of the team. That wasn't good enough for him, and he stormed off thinking he was going to the Lakers, and he got stuck in Oklahoma City. Number two, personally, I like Lance Stevenson. I've talked to him before. He's a space cadet. He's a goofball. Uh, but it's not like you can be really worked up about losing Lance Stevenson. He's not Kevin Durant. I mean, calm down. Next! Ben, Steve Ballmer revealed that The he- great Steve Ballmer, yeah. He revealed that he would have supported any of his players kneeling during the National Anthem. Still a fan, Ben? Absolutely. What he is doing is pandering, right? He is a Republican. He's pandering to NBA oh, what players. A He's trying not to rock the boat. You know you why? Fail this you know edition, why? Ben. Because the NBA has a rule, Koopa Loop. They're you not players are not allowed nothing. to kneel. You lose. So it, it doesn't matter day, what Steve Ballmer and says. Yet your the slimy NBA owner still would have I supported him. I got it right. He was pandering. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's uh, let's get to it right now. You know what time it is. Yeah, that's that time. Attention, yeah. everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. And away we go. It is password, the word game of the stars. Let's welcome it. Our contestants, 
We have the Montana Bear. Hello, Montana Bear. Here for the ladies. Oh, you're representing the ladies. That's right, Montana Bear. All right. I have to, yes. Very, very good. All right, hold on, Montana Bear. You are contestant number one. And uh, Eddie, pick between two and three. Let's go with number three. Number three, you have picked Brian in Jacksonville. Hello, Brian. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning to you, Brian. How's everything in Jacksonville? Oh, it's swell, man. Yeah? Thank you. All right. Tell the guy in Beaver Dam what you do for a living. Um, I am a glass blower. That's right. Famous glass blower. All right. Make sure. Glass that... artist. Yes. Glass. Sounds better that way. Yeah. Yes. I got you. All right. Hold on a sec, Brian. So we have Brian, the glass blower or glass artist, and Montana Bear. Montana Bear, tell the guy in Beaver Dam, you know, you've lived a very interesting life. Uh, back in your day, what were you known for back in your day? Well, I've always been a rebel and a protester and, you know, somebody who spoke up for everyone's rights, and I'm still doing that. Yeah. You're actually running from the law. That's why you're in Montana. Is that correct? You're using an no, alias? No, I'm up just hanging out with the uh, beautiful eagles and the bears, and I hope you don't get eaten by one. I might. All right. Well, Montana Bear, who would you like to partner up with? You can play with me, Ben, well, Eddie. you, of course. All right. Very good. That's a good job by you, Montana Bear. Brian, who would you like to partner up with? Uh, Montana Bear's picked me. You can play with Eddie. Uh, Roberto. Let's go with Eddie. All right. You picked Eddie. There you go. Very good. So, Cooper, I want to win. Well, you're going to lose. Yeah, he always, yeah. He always you're, says you're that, not, Ryan. You're not going to win. <laughs> Me and Montana Bear. Montana Bear, have you prepared your victory speech yet? No, but I hope to win a golden ticket. Oh, look at that. All right, very good. Koopa Loop. You got ten words. All right, so I guess Koopa's like, oh, I'm out of this. Right? You're going to keep score? Yes, Koop. Uh, yes. All right. Montana Bear, pick a number one to ten. We number have a- eight. Oh, she knew right away. Number eight. All right, uh, I will go with. Well, keep it. <laughs> Montana Bear, first of all, I love that you're a woman. I respect you in every way. Uh, and also respect the fact that we are governed by the Federal Communications Commission. It's a government entity, which means we cannot say certain words. You understand that, yes? Okay. All right. Uh, the clue is crap. C R A F T? C R A P, crap. Uh, doo doo. No, all right. Crap. Mark hmm. <laughs> <laughs> tape. All right, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, Brian, the uh, clue is excrement. Poop. That's uh, correct. Poop. The man knows his doo doo. Boo. Right, Brian, pick a number. He can't have eight, but anything other than eight. One to ten. Number one. Okay, number, number one. one. Yeah, number one. Um, Me and Eddie. Yeah. Um, the clue is clutch. Hold. Yes. Wow. Very <laughs> good. Oh yeah. Hey, I, wow. Montana Bear. I think they're cheating. I think they're cheating, Montana Bear. All right, Montana Bear, you're up. You have two through seven, nine or ten. Seven. Seven, she says. All right. Let's go with uh, Gorge. Uh, Gorge. Stuff? No. (laughs) Um, Brian, let's go with. Oh, I have an idea. Oh, I have an idea. Oh, I know what you're going to do. Oh, I have an idea. Let's Let's go with Ravine. Um, 
Levine. Don't get it right. Um, Don't get it right. Chasm? No. Oh, no. All right. Montana Bear, I'm going to use the Maller maneuver. Oh, good. All right. You've heard the. All right, here we go. Grand. What? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The Maller maneuver still works, Eddie. We still got the magic. Eight points. Shut up. That's all right. We're back up, though. Montana Bear, pick a number. What do we got? We've already used uh, one. Four. Uh, four. All right, number four. You're not back up, though. Oh, we're not back up? I thought no. we were No, back no, up. it's his turn, but I'm still leading is what Yeah, Coop is it saying. is your turn? Did it, you, didn't you guys have that word? Yeah, it's Eddie's turn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Coop is right. right. Coop is Go right. ahead. Sorry, Montana Bear. Um, Pick a number, Brian. Is number three still available? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, All right, Brian. Uh, the word is philanthropy. Uh, giving? No. no. All right. Uh, uh, let's go. Montana Bear, there's a chance. Uh, donation. Gift? No, my God. No, Montana Bear. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. I'll get it. Uh, contribution. No. Uh, we, we don't have contribution. No, we don't have Donation. Yeah. It was charity. Charity. All right. Well, Montana Bear, you lose. We like you. Uh, Brian, you win the golden gold. ticket, Brian. Good job. I've got a golden ticket. Nah, that sucks. What a way. That's terrible. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good 
good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart.